podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello and welcome to this Foot Features reveal special. We're going to be talking about the Foot Features that were announced in the pitch note, but also the additional insight given by the Foot Producers who were on EA's Friday stream. You'll hear clips from producers Mike Barnich and Aslam Mustafa throughout this podcast as we break down the new rival system and the new Foot Champion system too. I'm your host, Ben, and this is the Foot Weekly Podcast, brought to you by our supporters and available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and on this Foot Special, we have an expert panel for you to break it down, including, as is so often the case, Airjates FIFA. Welcome back. Uh, Thank you much, Ben. And I guess it never gets old to be called a foot expert. So I appreciate that as an introduction every single time. Well, you know, you say something enough times and it becomes true. That's the uh, mantra, isn't it? And uh, we can bring in our next guest again, very frequently on the pod. Great to have you back, Rich. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, Looking forward to chatting some FIFA 22 and seeing what is lying ahead. Yeah, we should say Richard Buckley, avid foot player of course streamer but mainly esports commentator and those e-world cup finals they didn't go ahead actually in the end and it's a, a real shame we should say yeah i mean uh well i'll just say disappointing way to uh to end the season <clears throat> all the players got paid i think 15k each mm. from the they just split the prize pool uh 32 way so everyone got some sort of a paycheck at the end of it but Let's hope that this is the last time we have to ever do it and we can actually start getting back to normality now. Yeah, no, definitely. And next up, we have someone also well acquainted with the esports scene, but I would say more of a streamer and also, of course, an ex-EA Sports FIFA community manager. And uh, always interesting to have his insights. It is, of course, Chewboy. Welcome back to the pod. Been a little while. Ah, yeah, it has. Um, You know, we're in that moment where we're just waiting for the next game to come out, so... Got some time to do other things here and there. Yeah, maybe not much of a break this, but uh, yeah, how's the summer been? Have you managed to go away anywhere? I mean, can you actually go away anywhere, I suppose, is the other thing? I think staycationing. Um, it's like you can travel, but I won't lie. I just can't be asked to like do all the PCR tests mm. and having swabs up my nose and uh, yeah. all that good stuff. So I'd rather just stay in. I actually haven't left Canada in like, Almost two wow. years. I thought you were going to say your house. <laughs> <laughs> and my house, but mostly Canada. Yeah, I've just been going to different places in Canada. But because, um, yeah, international, you know, going from the esports times when um, I'll be leaving here once a month to go see Richard Buckley and get annoyed <laughs> yeah. and then eat at Witherspoons or whatever uh, oh, every month you, um, to like not leaving at all for two years. It's, it's kind of funny. Yeah, no Nando's or has that come over there now actually i went to nando's last night they do have in the u.s too okay well i didn't know that but you know i did know about nando's largest collection of southern african art in the world yeah next time you're in one have a look around and you'll notice anyway let's get into some proper foot chat and that starts with foot rivals i mean early thoughts i'll explain probably again in a second but yeah it's a little Difficult to pick up the first Bro, time. Bro, why did they make it so complicated? Honestly, that's yeah. my biggest 
That's my biggest thing when I saw all the stuff. I'm like, dude, I literally don't even know what the hell they just said. Honestly, is it all just so like this convoluted system so we don't like get demoted? Like, I mean, uh, relegate ourselves? Like, I, I, I'm so confused. Mm. It it led me to wonder, like, was there usability testing done here? Um, because this to me screams of like uh, a solution born of like people that are really, really close to the product. Like intuitively, the hardcore foot players are going to understand it and get it eventually. But if you're just picking up foot, you're going to be like, I don't know what's going on. That said, though, the like division rivals where you're kind of just like playing against your own, uh, we'll call it like your own clock or whatever, is good for the casual player in theory. So like, I, I think there are like nuggets that are positive here, but I have never been, and I've been playing FIFA for years. Like I've played every version of Ultimate Team that's been released, and I have no real idea what's going on. Based on how it's described in the pitch notes, right? Correct. Just, just to be sure. <laughs> um, the thing is, actually, I disagree. I think this is very confusing for players who've played the current rival system where we have certain preconceptions about how it works. But for new players who are sort of having to come from nothing and work it out, I think it's going to be easier because it's more straightforward. And actually, I explained it on the Icon Roundtable and some people said it was a helpful explanation, but I was actually thinking, I was aware I was going to have to explain it again. And the thing that I should start this all off with is you need to completely forget how Rivals has worked in the past. In fact, I don't think they should have probably called it Rivals because the way you progress is so different, the way you earn rewards is very different. The most confusing thing for people is trying to connect what they're hearing to their current preconceptions about Rivals. Just remove that for a sec, and particularly when I talk about ranks, they're not the same as how they've worked in past FIFAs. They're more of a step on the ladder, so just bear that in mind. And also, I'm going to start here talking about the progression system, not rewards as such. So just bear that in mind, how you move up. So you're going into Division 10. And in Division 10, you start off, you earn wins, and wins can move you up one stage. Or if you lose, they move you down one stage. And if you draw, you'll stay in the same place. But let's say you win your game, you move up to the next stage. You win another game, you move on to the next stage, and then eventually you get to the next rank it might not be that many games and let's say you're then going to be rank two in division 10 and then you'll continue to win you'll potentially pick up a win streak which is where if you win two games in a row every consecutive win without drawing or losing you'll get an extra win so you'll move on twice as quickly so then you may find yourself moving up and you may find yourself in say division 10 rank one you win more games in Division 10, Rank 1, and then you'll move on to Division 9, let's say Rank 5 or something. So the, the bottom of that division. And as you win more games, you'll get through the stages, move through the ranks as you reach them, and then continue up the divisions. So ranks is not some kind of reward-based ranking system. It is just a stepping stone. It is part of the progression ladder. You have the smallest metric if you like or measure which is the stages which are made up of single wins one win and then you have ranks which are once you've got x number of wins and then beyond that once you've gone through x number of ranks we'll get to the next division 
And the only time this changes is once you get beyond Division 1, when you get into the Elite Division. And there you have a similar system to last year because there is a skill rating system. They haven't revealed too much about that, actually. Um, but that's worth bearing in mind. This progression system, this ladder that you're climbing, is reset to some extent every six weeks because they're six-week seasons. Once the season reset happens, you will move back depending on the division rank that you've reached. And here's what foot producer Aslan Mustafa said on that Friday stream about that. Basically, the idea is at the end of the season, we don't want to reset everyone to the same place. Obviously, we want to, we want to reward you with some progression uh, when the season wraps up. So um, we'll reset you a few divisions back. We'll still work on the exact number. It'll be friendly enough that you won't feel like you have to make a huge climb, but it'll still we still want to make you have the feeling of something fresh that you can still aim to achieve uh, against your benchmarks from the previous season. So a few divisions, we're not entirely 100% on the, on the exact tuning yet, but um, it'll, be, it'll be a few divisions back from where you, where you finished the previous season. So there we go. That's the explanation. I'm sure you'll be aware, and we'll probably talk about it a bit in a sec. There is a checkpoint system which stops you dropping further down, probably between maybe each rank or something. So the reset is kind of important if you end up getting stuck at a higher skill level than perhaps you should be. And it resets, allows you to climb the ladder again, freshens things up a bit, and perhaps changes the competition feel a bit as well. And so I think on that, we're ready to move into rewards. Let's play what the foot producer said about it. This new weekly reward system where it's totally based around your wins, right? So it's, it's, it's win X number of games per week to get weekly rewards. And then the new piece we have are reward upgrades. So once you once you've f- finished unlocking weekly rewards, you can win even more matches and then upgrade them to another level. Um, so that's a new system we have and it's super exciting. It's a way to sort of keep motivating you to, to, to win and, and give you a reward to compensate you for that. So let's let's just hypothetically say that, that to get weekly rewards, it's three wins. Um, and then to get the next reward upgrade, you'll need to win another six or so more. And once you get those six additional wins, you'll see your reward upgrades unlock and upgrade. Uh, and one of the cool things as well is that that status, that reward upgrade status, that applies for whatever rank you're on. So if you go ahead and reach the next rank, your rewards for that rank are also upgraded now as well. So it sticks with you no matter where you are in a division, no matter what rank you're on, your rewards will be in that upgrade status as well. So there we go. I think that's the thing that people have been most confused about because it's a very different system to the one we have currently. You completely forget what we have. There's no competing for a certain rank. There's no weekly score. People potentially leapfrogging you because they played a load of games on a Wednesday night. None of that exists anymore. It's simple. There are two targets for your rewards and they're done in wins. So you might have one, as you said, which is three wins. That'd be the first one. And then you can upgrade that by getting, say, six wins across the week. And those two reward tiers, the regular and the upgrade, the number of wins required is the same for everyone from Division 10 to Division 1. Not sure about Elite, but it is the same. You get your three wins, and it doesn't matter where in the ladder you get your three wins, you unlock that weekly reward. And no matter where you get your six wins, you've unlocked that upgraded reward. The reward, though, is different depending on what division and rank you've reached. So someone who reached Division 2, Rank 2, and got six wins over the course of that week, we'll be getting better rewards than someone who got six wins and had reached Division 2, Rank 4. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes a bit more sense. 
Yeah, so hopefully it does make a bit more sense now. The key thing, as I said, just forgetting the current rival system because it is actually pretty different and it is going to make for a different experience overall. Uh, Richard, what are your thoughts having heard me ramble on about this? Yeah, maybe it's just me being a cynic, but if the rewards were better in the current model now, I'd play those games to get the higher division and rank. Like, if I'm not playing for a rare mega pack, an ultimate pack, but if they actually make it worthwhile rewards, that's what it comes down to, isn't it, at the end of the day. If the rewards are good enough to play for, and I can see that with the rewards, I've got a potential to really improve my team, I'm going to play rivals. But, like, currently, and even in the new system, if the rewards aren't good, and it requires a grind... I'm therefore not going to play. Yeah, yeah. It's a cost slash time effectiveness thing, isn't it? You're not going to be putting time into rivals when you can put time into champs and that time is worth more. So they are split this year. You're not going to be able to double up by playing champs games and getting rivals points or rivals weekly scores. So that will mean that there is a probably clearer motivation for playing rivals so yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll talk about champs in a bit, but I agree the the balance has to be there. Um, Japes, what were your thoughts on this? I like theoretically like the idea that it's like your wins and losses. You can play as many games as you want and eventually you'll like eventually if you're in the right division, you'll eventually get to the number of wins that are needed for the upgraded reward. Like in theory that that feels good and it feels better and it puts less pressure on dropping a game here or there, right? Yeah, and also, of course, there's a checkpoint there. So if you go on a bit of a losing streak, then it doesn't matter too much. And I wonder whether the fact that checkpoint is there will actually mean that once people hit your checkpoint, you're not maybe needing the progress because you've won the X number of games you've needed for your upgrade and try something a bit different, I suppose. Are you suggesting that people are going to try to have fun with squad building and not oh, use no. Mbappe let, and Neymar? Let's not be completely ridiculous here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, but I mean, genuinely though, if you have hit your uh, upgrade, let's say, I don't know, uh, it's sort of 12 wins or something, you've hit the upgrade, you've got your uh, reward and you've also hit probably what you reckon is going to be the highest you can go in terms of your rank and division at that point you could just switch to a team which is a bit more fun and like try some players because you know you're not going to slip below your checkpoint and you've already got the wins you need and you might end up winning because the pressure's off you, you use a fun team and you realize it's actually decent like you could end up going higher and get to the next rank and you'd actually get better rewards because you're at the rank above so that there is a bit more kind of flexibility to it i guess we've had a similar thing recently in some ways because you could play all your rivals games and then they don't necessarily mean anything after that but you could then slip down that won't happen now so that in itself is something that's good there's a lot of confusion around how it works i think that's partly because of the beta and the pitch notes not having the actual numbers and people thinking as i said about the old system and not thinking about it from scratch almost but the system behind it unlike what we've seen in terms of explanations so far is a very user-friendly one and one which should give people more say over when they're playing and how much they're playing. Obviously, as Richard's highlighted here, it does depend very much on the rewards. But Chu is someone who, let's say, avoided for champs <laughs> weekend league quite a bit. What, what are you thinking about this so far? 
That's the best way to put it. Um, and I, I won't lie to you, I barely even played Rivals this year because I just felt like it was sweatier than champs. But I mean, I, I feel like it's just one of those things. I think James kind of touched on it where it's like it's probably better. It's just that like the framework and like the usability and like just like even looking at like when they presented it, just like all the different like timeline things and stuff like that is probably hard to follow. But then I think once you get in it, and then once you experience it for like a week or two, I think it'll make sense, uh, in my opinion. So I think it's just one of those things you have to like fully experience yourself for a couple of weeks. Have they ever done, you know, they do the, they do the, uh, I guess they've done video tutorials before. They do the like take a tour type thing. But this to me yeah. feels like they need a video tutorial when you like go into Rivals to like kind of show people what's up, right? Yeah, it would be good to see some kind of, more interactive visual explanation rather than just the pitch notes which isn't so clear and actually i wonder whether they might do something we're gonna have the capture event though well i don't know for sure but I, there is one every year so essentially from that you'll see content creators put out content around rivals and then it'll become more clear through that but it is a shame because you want to be able to say ahead of time oh, this is the play this is where you want to look when you get started and things like that but it, you know it is much more difficult um, because it's less clear overall like i still i still uh, and i was telling people on my stream this is that like i mean it looks like there's more rewards than ever like i don't really don't think you even have to spend that much money if you're a gameplay guy like i think if mm. you get the game early ea play maybe you drop like let's say you don't drop anything like you, you get these rewards milestone rewards season rewards like champs like objectives like i think you could actually just grind the game for free to be honest with you yeah um so it'll be interesting to see how many people i, I think you're gonna see a lot of youtubers and content creators like everybody seems to be going switching over to the more rtg style of things and spending mm -hmm. less money uh, it seems like and i think that's what you're gonna see in a lot of um content and um just the vibe is just gonna be more of an rtg friendly uh, thing like i always tell people like FIFA is less pay to win post FIFA 17 than pre FIFA 17. So, mm. and everybody likes to drop the pay to win thing. Um, but I mean, the OGs remember like, yeah, there literally no, there was no way to get a super team without spending money. Now, post FIFA 17, I mean, like, even one of my mods, he started his account. Uh, he, he had one of his accounts banned. So he started a new one in June, like, literally right as team season ended. And he has a one night six rated team. I have a one night six rated team, but I've spent way too much money um, <laughs> yeah. at this point, right? So I'm like, FIFA is actually less pay to win now than it was. People just like to say it's pay to win, but don't actually like look at how much better it's been since FIFA seven. I mean, post FIFA seventeen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely more recently and particularly this year, it's clear that you know you put the time in if you do objectives and if you're a competent player who's putting in a good amount of time, you, there isn't a need to spend FIFA points. And I've said before, and I think a lot of people around the community say, there's no point if you can't afford to spend, definitely don't. And I think that's always going to be um, the approach that everyone should take. And I mean, I think a good point about what this means for people starting the game, and that's sort of what we're going to be talking about, I guess, in the build-up to foot 22 it is interesting because a question here from one chobby bolton was basically saying with the new structure are people going to be less aggressive almost from the start yeah, this definitely 
is something I could see happening because you don't have those placement coins that you got at the very start for just placing into a division. But also, you don't have those coins that you got for going up to the next division. Without that being there, it may mean people take a slightly different approach to the start of the game. And because it's probably more efficient to play to your first weekly reward and then on to the upgrade and then leave it there for the week, you probably will see people being a bit smarter about it maybe and spreading it a bit, but, but maybe that's being too optimistic, Rich, when you consider the foot player base. I just think it all depends what the rewards are. Like yeah. if, if the if getting to the, the, the better division and you actually get, like I'll go back to it again, like this year on FIFA, because of the champs points you get for rivals, I'll play my champs games and then just not even touch rivals because I'm guaranteed rewards anyway. Yeah. So like if the rewards are actually good and it's worth playing those, it, for example, you play six games and then to get the, the upgrade, was it the boost or whatever it was, the, the, the rewards boost. Yeah. I mean, a completely made up figure, but maybe six wins, let's say for the regular reward, 12 yeah. wins for the upgrade, let's say in rivals. But if the upgrade is worth it, if I'm if I'm going from three twenty five k packs to three hundred k packs, if that extra <laughs> yeah. six games is worth it, then I'll play rivals every week to get those packs. But yeah, at the end of the day, it just comes down to what they're offering and how long it's actually going to be and how hard it actually is with sort of tighter matchmaking now. Yeah. 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 So here's the question that keeps coming into my mind for you guys is this type of system going to ostracize casuals even more like because of how call it like gameplay heavy rtg heavy rewards are is it going to end up being one of those things where the power creep is so strong and people are able to get their teams you know pretty quickly that a casual player that maybe doesn't have the same amount of time is going to jump on and be like what is this nightmare yeah well i mean at the very start surely it's going to be much better for them because as i said there isn't the placement coins there so other people won't have such a head start perhaps as they once did but i'm talking like i'm not just talking like day one here i'm saying somebody that plays maybe like i don't know called like 10 games a week right or Mm. less than that is going to be so far behind the power curve like three months in because of how many games to like really keep up and try to stay competitive, you need to play. Yeah, no, I mean, that is always a concern, isn't it? You know, people getting ahead in that way. Uh, I, I don't know, is that different to this year though, would you say? I'm not saying, I, I don't think it's different to this year, but I'm saying like, uh, is that, I don't know, is that a point of consideration? And yeah. Yeah, I also think if the rewards are better with like the boosts and stuff, then you could see an even bigger gap. Like if I've got that time to play the extra 10 games to get mm. my upgraded rewards compared to you who's only played your four do i then get ultimately just like so much better i mean at the end of the day the big thing for me and i'm sure we'll jump onto it ben is champs like what's happening with champs now yeah, as well because that's the that's the big well, thing you segued us really nicely can tell you yeah you know used to hosting things uh Chu, did you want to come in before i move on no no i'm sure you might touch this but like with champs like you know the change that like you get your rewards instantly i'm like how does ranking work then if like people just like finish the games as quick as possible and get the rewards like but i'm sure you touch on that yeah yeah no we'll talk about that we'll go into foot champs uh wanted to just play this final clip because i think it's the last thing we haven't really heard on rivals 
was about the checkpoints. It was just interesting the way they worded this, actually, um, when asked about self-relegation. Um, so that was something we heard definitely from the community. And we introduced checkpoints in Rivals uh, as a way to keep people playing at the right stage in Division Rivals. Um, so this isn't just for self-relegation, but also just for the natural flow within the mode. So the checkpoints will prevent you from going too far down the ladder uh, after you've kind of proven that you can compete at a certain level. Um, so as you get your wins and progress up, you'll you'll kind of be at a certain rank uh, or division. Uh, and then the ch we'll have the checkpoints there to stop you from going backwards, even if you lose. Uh, and those checkpoints will also be tied to the re reward ranks. So um, there's no risk in uh, playing some additional matches and getting worse rewards that week. There we go. So it's an interesting admission that self-relegation was a factor, but it's not clear whether that's because people were concerned about self-relegation or they were concerned about self-relegation. Well, he says like to keep you whatever the like generic statement is. And the first like point that he makes is about self-relegation. This leads me to believe this was like set up for partly, we'll say partly, and be generous for that reason. Well, yeah. And also, I suppose if you have a system where you get rewards based on the division of rank that you reach that week, the checkpoints do make sense because otherwise potentially have people going backwards and then getting worse rewards because they've lost games, which would feel pretty bad. Richard, you had one final question on rivals. The elite division, can you just slip into that? Like, what's the requirements to get into that? Like, do you just have to win so many games in division one or rank whatever it's called the top division and then you get into the elite division or do you have to get verified or like what because then surely they said you don't get rewards in that elite division so anyone who's a pro who's in that elite division if there's then players that you can get through objectives in rivals they then can't do it in rivals no no there's still the rewards in the top elite division It'll be similar in that sense. I suppose it might be almost like top 200 rewards for the top 200 and then better rewards than you get in Division 1 for everyone else. That's how I'd imagine it. But obviously we don't know at this point. In terms of how you get there, it's basically like once you progress through the system using that same you know, wins system to move you up the ranks and divisions, once you get above Division 1, it then becomes skill rating a bit like foot 21, I suppose, um, at that point. Let's move on to champs. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with that in just a moment. So you'll have probably heard before that Foot Weekly is made possible by our supporters and that could be anyone, it could be you for example, but it's also Shane who's the founder of Mystic Jerseys. Shane's a long-term supporter of the pod and he's offering 15% off to Foot Weekly listeners. What that means is if you're Europe or UK based for just over £30 you can get yourself a mystery box containing a random football shirt which could be from a range of different clubs and nations around the world. One of the really good things about it is that you can send a message with your order saying that you wouldn't like a shirt from a particular club, presumably a rival club, and you can also specify which particular colour too, uh, in case you know, it's not going to suit you. So if you would like to take advantage of that, you just head over to Mystique Jerseys, which is M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, and then jerseys.com, and then you can use the code FOOTWEEKLY, so F-U-T WEEKLY, to get that 15% off huge thanks to Shane and Mystique Jerseys for supporting the pod and of course to all those supporters out there keeping the podcast going and you can join them too over at bit.ly slash 
more pod. It's just £3 a month for double the content. Link also in the description. And if it's something you end up doing, a huge thank you. I really appreciate it and it keeps the pod going, as I said. Right, let's get back into part two. Right, let's start things off with the good news about Foot Champs, and that is the number of games. Here's what Mike had to say about that. So again, with the caveat that we're still tweaking it, um, and what you're seeing in the closed beta is obviously a compressed schedule, um, but it is going to be less games uh, than currently, so less than 30. And keep in mind that we're splitting that up amongst the playoffs and the finals. So it's it yeah it will be less and we're still kind of tweaking that based on feedback so there we go there are going to be less games across foot champs in foot 22 and that is across both the playoffs and the finals let me just explain how you get into this what the flow might be then so you'll earn your foot champs qualification points in quite a similar way actually to how you do currently but you'll use those points to enter the playoffs rather than the weekend league the playoffs let's say we haven't got numbers for it, let's say five games or so. And across those five games, you'll be able to earn rewards and you'll be able to earn qualification into the finals, which is more like weekend league. The way that this works and the way that weekend league works is actually a different system according to the screenshots in terms of getting rewards to what we have currently. It's five points for a win and one point for a loss. Still no draws, but you'll be able to progress with those points to get better rewards and you'll also be able to unlock qualification to the finals the thing that is worth noting is you can actually take your rewards and go or take your qualification and go you don't actually have to play all the games you could tap out once you get qualification into the finals if you wanted to so once you have your qualification through playoffs you're then able to redeem that qualification token for the foot champs finals which is more like weekend league i say that though it is still the same five points for a win one point for a loss and no draws system as playoffs. So it will feel quite different. You'll still have rewards there. It is over a weekend. That's the main similarity, I suppose, because it's also going to be less games, definitely. And it will be significantly less games that you'll need to play on the weekend because they've said between playoffs and the Foot Champs finals on those weekends that in total it's going to be less games. So that'll be a positive for sure. Let's hear what they said about qualification and requalification and things like that. We'll hear from Carl Riley asking the questions and then the two foot producers. One of the questions was, are you able to play the final stage of weekend league once per six weeks or can you qualify every single week? So I guess there's a little bit of confusion from people of when can I actually qualify for it? Yeah, sure. Um, so a normal season, it will have six finals. So uh, every weekend within that season, the exception being uh, the first season, because as you know, we we wait for a few weeks to open it up, uh, just as the game is launching and giving everyone enough time to get in there. I think the key difference is you can try to earn multiple qualifications uh, through your playoff runs each week. So this is an interesting point, just actually quickly to interrupt. You can go into the playoffs multiple times in the same week, which does feel slightly different. So basically, you can earn your qualification points through rivals, enter the playoffs, and try to qualify for the finals, the weekend league. If you don't manage it, you could earn your qualification points again in rivals and enter playoffs again and try and get into that coming weekend league again or whenever you wanted to play. So that is a bit of a difference. Let's continue with the clip. If I wanted to, 
and I'm a hardcore player and I want to play every single week, is it possible to actually enter every single weekend league that is available or weekend league, every yeah, so finals that is available? The current thinking is that we will have more entries uh, per weeks in a season. So that's a new mechanic where basically you consume an entry when you, when you qualify for, for champs and for weekend league. Uh, so currently, think we'll have more entries than weeks in this season. And uh, qualifying for the playoffs will we'll consume one. But I want to be clear that reaching the finals is tied to that same entry, so it does not consume an additional one. And really, the, the intention here is that you can just you can enter multiple playoffs in a season. Uh, and if you don't make it as far as you'd like, let's say you wanted to reach the finals, you can still re-earn qualification uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in another weekend and, and re-qualify as long as you have more entries remaining. So there we go. Just to explain, you've got six week seasons, you have six weekend leagues over the course of the six week season, and you're going to be able to enter playoffs a limited number of times to earn your qualification for the Foot Champs finals, those weekend leagues. But what they're saying is the cap on entries into the playoffs are going to be greater than the number of weekend leagues in a season. They don't know exactly how many, but it will give you some leeway. So if you don't qualify via the playoffs you know, every single time, you can have another attempt and you could still potentially enter every uh, finals weekend league across the course of that season. Richard, what are your thoughts on Foot Champs so far then? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, it seems, I think the, the big takeaway, less games to be crammed in over the finals. What, what should I say, the weekend? Um, I'll be intrigued to see how many games it actually is. Um, but... No, I think the how the rewards are actually split up is the the bigger takeaway from it. Like, and am I getting reward? I'm I'm guessing I'm gonna get reward of how many games I win. So does that mean every single win out of how many games it is gives me a different reward? I I, I generally I don't know. So just to clarify, it probably wasn't too clear because it is the same for the playoffs and the finals. Five points for a win, one point for a loss, according to the screenshots we saw showing it, and that will move you up to the different reward tiers, whether that's the playoffs or the finals. So the the rewards for the weekend league, like I can claim them straight away, correct? Correct. And actually I'll play the clip of Mike, the foot producer, talking about how you can tap out early. So you no longer need to wait for the weekend to finish to claim your rewards. And, and keep in mind, it's split up between the playoffs and the finals. Uh, and it does scale based on how you finish in the competition. And I think this is our biggest change to the mode this year. If you're in the playoffs, uh, they're granted as soon as you finish your games. Uh, and you can skip ahead if you earn enough points to qualify for the finals. Uh, so let's say it's it's five games, for example, um, which I think is what we haven't set it to in the beta. And obviously that will change. But um, if it's four to qualify, you don't need to play that last one game if you don't feel like it, and you can still claim the rewards and then enter into the finals. And then within the, the weekend league or, or the finals of champions, if you finish the weekend with unplayed games, you will have to wait uh, until that weekend competition closes to get the rewards. But if you do finish all your games, uh, you can claim the rewards instantly. So let's say you finish on a Saturday night, Boom, claim your rewards, move on. But say there's 20 games, for example, how are the rewards going to be split up? Because it's not, you can't have a top 200, for example, because then I just play my, I get 15 wins on a on a Friday or a Saturday and then 
Claymore Awards straight away. No, no. And then technically I'm a top 200 <laughs> player. Yeah, so there's no top 200 in champs because, yeah, that wouldn't work as you point out. The competitive side of things just isn't going through that mode. So they haven't put those top 200 motivating rewards in there and that'll be in rivals instead. In rivals. So where do you get reds? Well, this is actually something they spoke about and I can play the clip now. I'll be honest here, red player picks, they will make a return in 22. Um, although we're still tuning the distribution for all modes in the game based on feedback from closed okay. beta. So um, definitely parts of wait and see there, but I, I can tell you they will make a return for sure in 22. So there we go. It's a bit vague. That's what they said. It's not clear what those red picks are going to be. And it's also not clear what mode they're going to come from. And I think it is quite possible that they come through rivals instead. Uh, we'll have to see how things pan out on that. So then what's the point of champs this year? It's rewards, <laughs> right? So, but it's not like a, a a way for competitive players to like rank and shit. And... Right, it's just rivals for that, yeah. Which is the way it should be, at least to me. The idea that a competitive player should like, if they want to get to the top, should constantly be grinding out the game. Not just, you know, trying to perform 30 mm. games over the weekend, yeah, but like true. constantly trying to climb the ladder against top competition. Like you should actually get a better idea of who the better players are because they're going to be constantly matched up against each other. Yeah. They're not going to like I, it because it's going to be yeah, hard. I, but like, I was going to say, they're like, I, I already will make a prediction. As soon as I saw all that elite division stuff, sorry to cut you off, James. Um, was that pros are going to be so mad because they're not going to be able to win like games like easily for the most part. Like, I mean, it's going to be playing like other like, which as it should, because I don't want to play them. You yeah, know what I mean? Like totally like, like, I, I, like, like F that, you know? Well, in a perfect, like theoretically in a perfect, like ELO based system, right? You would win 50% of your games, right? Like mm. if you were constantly playing someone as good as you are, you would win about 50% of your games. So, you know, the the cream should rise to the top. Um, oh, yeah. And, the you know, the, the it's going to be, I mean, frankly, like, I've got my popcorn. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, it's going like, yeah, to be, gonna be mad. There are going to be some really, really bad guys out there. Um, but for all the guys that are really, really good and have been trying, you know, it's maybe to get scouted by an esports team or whatever, you know, it's going to be very clear who's good and who's not this year. It's going to be tense, like for those players playing them in the games. But it should be more entertaining if they're streaming and things like that, because they should be playing like top players constantly, right? Oh, I like mean, for for us, it's going to be lit. Like mm. I won't lie, as a as a viewer, I'm going to be really mm. happy. But I think it's not like to say like pe- like people are going to find out that maybe they're not as good as they thought they were, or they said they were, or <laughs> they were in previous games. Like not not like as a dig, but like you 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 will see the real pro. My issue, not issue with this, is but. For example, if you're in the top rank, but you don't get into the elite division, can you just accidentally fall into the elite division? Or is it like a subconscious thing? Like, is there going to be a, do you want to join this division? Like, for example, Japes, you could be in the, the, the top division. You could be playing, you could be streaming, you could be just battering people, left, right and center. And then before you know it, you're right. accidentally in the elite division and you're playing against pros. And you can't game drop now. down. <laughs> like, yeah, and you can't get out of there for six weeks. Sounds like a like, pro. But, but you don't want to be in there, Richard, but that, mean, but you're, that means you should be in there. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like this system incentivizes people to go up. Now, what you could say is, hey, 
I'm going to not use my like top team anyway all the time because the system just rewards wins. It's got a checkpoint for losses. So I'd rather screw around with my Brentford squad. Sorry, Austin fans. Right? And <laughs> win some games, lose some games, still get up to the top level rewards. But I don't want to play in the top guys. So I'm not going to try to use my top team to get up there. Yeah, you could sort of manage it yourself to try not Does to that make push sense? up there. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I want to be like a, do you want to enter? And then I think you'll have to enter. I also don't know if there's going to be a... No one's getting verified now. I suppose you've just got to play in that division. And then, like, no one's going to be foot verified anymore, are they? It's going to be, are you an elite division player? I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I imagine they'll still have some kind of verification process, but it'll probably be through rivals. And it may be the top X number of players at the end of a season, or perhaps even each week. I'm not really sure. But, hey, I'm not too concerned. I don't think I'll be getting there. But... The elite division, obviously, uh, we have talked about a bit here. It's not too much information about it, but I think people seem to think it's just going to be pros, but I definitely don't think that would be the case. There'll be lots of players who aren't close to pro level who are getting up there. If you think about people who got beyond division one, if you like, because that was possible in terms of the skill rating, you'd imagine those players will be reaching that point as well at some point in the cycle. So I think it will be a bit more diverse than perhaps people think it might be but obviously that all remains to be seen now we're going to continue this discussion we'll talk about foot heroes i know chu has got some insider insights on that sort of thing and as well answer a question about whether the system might actually be better for lower skilled or more casual players and uh, talk about plenty more besides that too on an episode for supporters who keep this podcast going and of course get double the podcast content in return right well that leads us to wrap up this podcast a huge thank you to all your listeners for joining us to all those supporters as i said keeping the podcast going and to those icon supporters dave b dj fifa player coach fast hugh j thomas alan g alistair martin m jordan matt l chris w david s liam b reese a harry p sam b adam g neil p jake g robbie s Jake S, Damon H, Zach O, Tom B, Stephen F, Eric T, Christopher R, Jonathan P, Elliot M, Lee A, Paul, Johan P, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Kraus, Adam A, Sam P, David C, Brian S, Sila P, Mikael L, Nishant, Dougie, Anthony R, Jeff B, Stephen M, Roger D, At Pace of a Tortoise, Stephen C, Andrew C, Dan W, Pobius, Sporkum, Bronco, Matt H, and Savage P. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Nick V, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. FIFA's a bit like life really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action if you go to thecalmzone.net there's loads of resources advice and support or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it at Lowe's we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time that's why we've updated our app with your business in mind with the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. 
because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you next time. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.